is Apostle James Podcast, transfiguring the world by the Word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. Remain watchful and pay attention as we dive into what the Lord has for us today. Prayer refreshes. It does. Prayer refreshes. There is life in prayer. Prayer prayer is everything. It's the food of the Spirit. Just like the Word of God. It's the oil of the Spirit. You know, somebody, they, I, I think that's uh, that uh, Smith, um, um, Michael Smith. I think it is Michael Smith that I first heard the song. He says, says the Lord is the air that I breathe and is the the word is the food that I eat <laughs> this is the air that I breathe this is my daily bread your very presence your very word spoken to me is your very is the is the is the bread that I eat and as we are praying that like I just felt refreshed now, as you see, when you feel the refreshing, that's when you kick in into faith. And then I see the Lord do wonders. We've seen wonders. God does wonders in His, in the God does wonders. God is amazing. God is just amazing. And that's why we pray. He releases the Holy Spirit. What we've been, for example, where the key scripture that I have been meditating upon and then we are using. Like as I'm talking about unlocking the heavens, you know, it's from uh, Luke chapter, from Luke, Luke chapter three, from verse, from verse twenty-one. Luke chapter three, from verse twenty-one. So Luke uh, three twenty-one, it says, when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven, which said, You are my beloved son, and you I am well pleased. Now Jesus himself began his ministry at about 30 years of age, being, as was supposed, the son of Joseph the son of hell you know here gives gives us the fact this is the focus of our prayers you know the very first thing jesus did the lord did was to pray open the heaven and then uh, and that changed everything the moment that heaven is opened unto somebody then it changes every single thing you know, so when the Lord came up, because the Holy Spirit is the is the solution. Holy Spirit is the solution to every single thing. In fact, I was impressed in my heart. I began to, you know, after doing the study on the Holy Ghost in the New Testament, I began, you know, the study in the Old Testament. But I had not been serious with it. So I did it and then I stopped because if you go to a testament you don't have we don't have too many you know expressions of the Holy Spirit 
or the Spirit of God in the Old Testament, that you will see a lot of vibes of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. And you see the use of the same words, Ruach, the same Hebrew word Ruach, you know, you know, you know, that is used to translate the Holy Spirit. You see them used in the Old Testament different forms. So I've been studying about that to know the oppression of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. So in fact, before we came on air now, we're just studying that. I just studying about the Holy Spirit. And then another key scripture in that place is Genesis chapter 6, verse 3, because in Genesis chapter 6, verse 3, the Lord said there that his spirit will no longer strive with man in that a man is flesh, but that the days of man will be 120 days, 20 years. So you discover that the implication is that between Genesis 1, because the first mention of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament is Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. Then the next mention of the Holy Spirit is Genesis chapter 6, verse 3. But then you find out that in between the line, then God said, my spirit will no longer struggle with man. So with me, that the implication is that between that time that man was created and Genesis 3, the Holy Spirit had been under helping man. So when did the Holy Spirit begin to struggle with man? You find out that the Holy Spirit definitely began to struggle with man from the time that Satan deceived man, the serpent deceived man to eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. So man became God in himself and then began to neglect the Holy Spirit. Instead of depending upon the Holy Spirit, the man began to depend upon the knowledge. Little wonder that for Jesus to enter into ministry, the very first thing Jesus did was to pray so that there is a rest just to tell us that we are meant to depend upon the holy spirit so if somebody is able not just to depend upon the knowledge of good and evil that we know the knowledge of good and evil fine because man fell into knowledge of good and evil so man became the lord of himself to depend upon his knowledge to depend upon the good he can do and then to avoid the evil that he can avoid. But then, when he had the Holy Spirit, so he was the remote operator that was handling things for the man. You know, making things to work smoothly, making miracles to happen. And you know that you never see him. There he is working. It's just like the testimony that you are sharing. You see, the testimonies are there. They are the evidences of God working in the life of somebody. You know that kind of thing. That is evidence of God working in the life of somebody. You know, that's the evidence of God working. So he's, he's there, the smooth operator. He's there, the remote operator. That's what happened with the life of Jesus. So, you know, Jesus had to pray. The very first prayer, others were being baptized. But Jesus being baptized and praying, you know, pray to open heaven. Every person needs to pray open heaven until heaven is opened over the head of somebody in the realm of the spirit. That's what somebody can do. 
But once that heaven is opened over somebody's head, oh my God, there is nothing that devil can do about it. So that's what we're praying for. For a new opening of heaven. We have had open heavens in several times. We are praying for open heaven and we are praying that any person also that is hearing this right now should also receive an open heaven. Because you need an open heaven. You know, that's the open heaven that came upon Jesus. The Holy Ghost descended upon Jesus in the form of a dove and came upon him. And from that time, the Bible says in chapter 4, verse 1, he was driven by the Holy Ghost. So his life was controlled by the Spirit of the living God. And then after 40 days, he came out in the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, so you see, this becomes, God began to pull out. Usually in my life, whenever I return to the Holy Spirit, things begin to work, especially when since things are going this way so i had to go back into that realm i had to go back into that into that realm of the holy spirit and that is what that were in fact i was just talking to my wife and talking to the you know some some people that were with me i, I just told them i said that in fact it was some 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 weeks back that the lord began to minister to my heart you know the need to you know I, I had a vision actually there was a vision that i had god gave me a vision and the vision that i had there was because i was once the chairman of the board of management of the bible school that we were that we were but there was the dean so i saw the vision of the dean of the bible school and then uh, there was also another person that i saw and then they had some kind of debate. And after the debate, then the younger one, when the thing finished and they came out, it's a long story. But then God began to speak to me what that deal represented the Bible school we were before. And then what the other person represented. The other person was just brand new. And God began to speak to me that, you know, I need to establish, you know, you know establish a school and i was thinking about it and then it became the school of the holy ghost he said i should establish the school of the holy the school of the holy ghost so you know that kind of a thing so that i and i understood i say yeah that is true and that is the reason for the work that he had done because the solution in time of crisis and no matter time and solution at all time is the holy spirit you know you see when we disconnect in fact what i was just studying for example let me read for let me read a paragraph to you what i was just writing let me read a paragraph to you now L listen to this paragraph you know i i went back to genesis chapter 6 listen to this paragraph genesis chapter 6, 6 verse 3 says and the lord said my spirit shall not always strive with man for that he also is flesh yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years now i said this shows that in as much as there is no mention of the spirit of god between genesis 1 2 and 6 3 the spirit of god that moved over the face of the waters remained active as a remote influence up until this point it is evident that man's problem 
with God began when the serpent deceptively initiated man into knowledge, which God had forbade man from using. Inasmuch as he made it available within man's reach, yes, man, until he ate the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, lived directly by the wisdom of God, supplied by the remote controller, the spirit of God. So before man fell into knowledge, man was living directly by the Holy Spirit. So when man fell into knowledge, man cut off. And this knowledge disconnects people. So God wants me to, you know, that's why he, I didn't know, that's why he made me to study that Holy Spirit from, from, uh, from Matthew to Revelation. And then from, <laughs> from Genesis to Malachi. So I, I now am revisiting this. You see, there's a generation, we need to restore back the people. We need to restore back life of people. People don't know who they are until the Holy Spirit begins to operate in their life. They won't understand until the Holy Ghost begins to operate in their life. You know, so I continue to write. I said, you see, this was about 1,556 years from the crash from innocence, immortality, eternity, and deathless into conscience, death sin and death man had totally rejected the supernatural administration by the invisible spirit of god for self-administration through knowledge and freedom to do good or evil initiated by the serpent there is difference between knowing good and evil and living by the knowledge of good and evil living by the Holy Spirit. You know, when you're living by hope, you live by faith. You may not know everything. You may not know everything, but you're living by faith. You are living, trusting God. God said, get up. You don't know the reason that God tells you to get up. God said, get up and move out. You don't need to have knowledge. You only obey the Spirit of God. God wants to restore this in the life of people. God wants to restore this in the life of the church. God wants to restore it in the life of... You know, nothing matters to me. You see, my life, what matters to me is this, is this Holy Ghost. It, nothing matters to me. And I trust God. Usually, when I return to the Holy Spirit, things, mysterious things begin to happen. So what I usually do is that, no matter what, God will take me back to the depth of the Holy Ghost. So I don't want to work with my knowledge. Like what I'm talking about here now means, you don't need to. No matter the knowledge you have, you can suspend that knowledge. Holy Ghost works with knowledge. Holy Ghost works with knowledge. God works with knowledge. But we need to come to a point whereby we understand the Holy Spirit, trust the Holy Spirit. And allow him to walk so that he does not struggling with our life. You know, struggling with us, you know, and we use our knowledge and mock him off. He comes this way, we hit him and, and slap him on the face. And he will be off us that way. So that is exactly what is going on. So I I we are praying earnestly. We need to get things. You know, you asked me the, when you asked me the first time I said that what's what's what do I want to do in the next 10 years? That, that question is still the same thing. 
I want to establish the school of the Holy Ghost here. You see, I'm already, I want to establish the school of the, I want to start to keep it running. You know, so that, you know, bring people in and then, and, and then begin to disciple people on the Holy Spirit. Because this is the only thing that can change the church. People don't understand it. If you read that work, you see that without the Holy Spirit, then somebody become traditional. Anything goes. Any single thing goes. The other day I was, I don't, I, I, you know, when I'm on air, I don't just go mentioning the, the names of the, the, the churches. The other day I was reading about a church that began in 18, it's an American church there. In fact, there's even if I mention it, either, I mean, the, the Church of Jesus Christ of later day since, you know, by Joseph Smith. I, I read something because I was just watching and then there was this advert that came. Advert that came, living scriptures. And when the living scriptures came, then I decided to follow that advert and followed it and they brought about Joseph Smith. I had known a little bit about it and it's in misery and the the the, the church of later days and began in misery from the from their their film that they showed they began in misery you know so uh i began to listen to it i watched it and listened to every single thing i had he had a vision and look at this for example the first vision that he saw he was 14 years old and then, they, according to their film, the, the first vision that he saw was the vision said to the vision of the father and the son, Jesus, God the father and God the son that appeared to him. You know, God the father and God the son appeared to him. And then, and told him that he is God the Father, and this one is God the Son, that he should listen to, to Jesus. And stop. From there, series of visions, Moses would appear to him, Elijah would appear to him, Elisha would appear to him, even at a point in time, John the Baptist appeared to him and lay hands upon him. You know, that's the way that they show the vision. They look fantastic. But listen, when you get into the Bible, but then if you not get into the Bible, so, and you have studied the oppression of God the Father in the Bible, and study oppression of God the Son in the Bible, and study the oppression of God the Holy Spirit in the Bible, then you begin to have your antenna we raise. I, I, I get what I'm saying. When you when you not get into the Bible and you study the biblically, you study biblically the oppression of God the Father and study the oppression of God the Son and study the oppression of God the Holy Spirit, then you begin to have your antenna we raise. And then you begin to find out that why the Bible says test every spirit. You know, you see, spirituality is very, very dicey. 
is spiritual is very 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 dicey especially when you are not yet filled with the holy spirit and you are having series of visions you can run into error when jesus fasted you know fasting opens us up to mysteries jesus fasted for 40 days and then he opened jesus up to angels and demons fasting opens us up to both angels and demons so but if you don't know the word of god satan can mislead somebody by the word he can satan can mislead somebody by the scriptures and some of may think that is right you know that kind of a thing so when i went through then the next day as i was meditating i recall that if you go to in the study of the holy spirit that holy spirit had helped me to study biblically in the action apostles because from action apostles the dispensation of the holy spirit so and there was something that holy ghost helped me to study and i discovered that because i had studied about the godhead and trinity in the new testament i studied the oppression of god the father in the old testament there is never any time that god allowed god the father allowed any person to see his fullness god the father from genesis to revelation has jesus said you have never seen his shape jesus said no person has seen god so there is no person god the father cannot reveal himself as a person the bible says in first Timothy 6 16 that his immortality that dwelleth in life in whom but no man can approach revelation chapter 5 says then john wept because there was no man that could get near the throne god is unapproachable we can only approach god by jesus so god can never physically appear to you in a person and say he is god that is spirit of error that spirit of error so you see you see it, 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 these are the kind of things that uh, you, you know you know to save lives to save lives to save lives especially people who are bound in religion it will take the understanding of the word of god i didn't know that's why god has taken time to cause us for these years to study that word so in the midst of everything that god said I need you to begin the school of the Holy Ghost. I said, that's why we are asking him to break heaven open so that we can, you know, do the will of God. You understand it? So what we are breaking across in this is that, that we pray that we need the Holy Ghost. Every person needs the Holy Spirit. By the time we begin to talk about it, you find out that this is the every single thing from A to Z. That's why the first prayer Jesus prayed was, you know what he prayed to the Father. Bible didn't tell us the content of his prayer, but his answer will tell us what his prayer was. 
We don't know the content of his prayer. But he is the answer that the Father gave to him will show us what he prayed. Which means that the first thing he was praying, Oh Father, give me the Spirit. Give me the Holy Ghost. Baptize me with the Holy Ghost. Without the Holy Ghost, I cannot fulfill this mandate. Without the Holy Ghost, I cannot fulfill this mission. Bible says, as he was being baptized, he was praying. And that is what we are praying right now. That God will restore back the fullness of the Holy Ghost upon our life. So that we will be, yes, able to fulfill the call that he has given us in a dry patch land. And stuff that it is. I don't know what, you, what is going on in your spirit. And it was... <laughs> I, I'm, I, the, the biggest thing that I'm, I'm thinking about is, I mean, obviously everything that you're saying is absolutely right. Um, but, you know, it was a requirement for Jesus to receive the Holy Spirit in order to start his ministry. Yes. So he couldn't initiate his ministry until that that transformation had occurred, until mm. the Holy Spirit came down, until God sent his spirit to Jesus. Jesus, the Son of God. The Son of God. Could not, could not begin his ministry. Not that he couldn't begin his ministry, but that he needed the Holy Spirit in order to do what he was getting ready to do. In order to, to raise the dead, to heal the sick, mm. to cure the leper. You know what I mean? To to walk on water. To 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 teleport if you will from one end from one end of the lake to the other in a blink of yeah. an eye yes. Yes. yes yes you know uh man jesus could fly he could fly <laughs> i mean i mean technically he could fly you know technically yes. he could fly so i mean he, he could do anything that he wanted to do but if you notice the humility and the and the discipline that it that it it, it took him in order to not always just give it to people, to give them, you know, to, to just fix everybody's problems, you know, he didn't just, he, he did go around and he did a lot of things in order that God would be magnified so that we might see the father because he's a reflection of the father. And so he did all those things so that people would realize that God is real and that Jesus is the son of God. Those things were necessary for him to do. But he didn't, he didn't cure everybody's problem. He just allowed them to understand that it's possible and that he, that he was real. But there's a reason he did that. Because if he just goes around and fixes all of our problems, then what good is that? We have to take action in the Holy Spirit. And that's through that prayer. We have to pray to the Lord. We have to talk to him. That's our connection to him. And so without that prayer... If, if Jesus just gave us everything, we'd have no reason to pray. If Jesus just gave everybody everything, then they would never see the need to pray. We would just be like, hey, yeah. well, I'm going to just do whatever I want to do because Jesus is going to show up. You know, I'm a, here. I'm a, oh, what? You want to give me a million dollars for my arm? Here, take it. I'll get that million dollars and I'll wait for Jesus to come by. He's just going to give me another one. And you can, you, you can put that on anything in your life. You can mm. say that. Oh, I'll just... Who cares about this car? I'll just go crash this car because the Lord's going to bless me with another one. That's not how it works. You have to become disciplined. You have to 
You have to be a good steward with your life. You have to be a good steward. We have to be good stewards with everything that the Lord has given us. From this podcast to the condition of our clothes that we wear, from taking a shower and and our hygiene, uh, which is the only thing that Mm. God physically gave us was this body. Because this body is just what we put on until Mm. we transition to be with Him. But we still, we have to take care of it. This is the one thing that He gave us. And He made it, He made us in His image. And so by taking care of yourself, you're also taking care of God. You're mm. tre- if you treat yourself like you would if, 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 if God was with you, mm. then man, you should because he's with you right now. He's with all of us right now. He's with us on this podcast. He's with you at your worst time. He's worse with you at your best time. He's with you when you're whenever you don't know what to do. I mean, he's with us all the time. And so, you know that prayer is how we connect with them and that holy spirit is like what you were saying that conviction if you enjoyed this podcast be sure to check us out online via apostle james podcast on youtube facebook and everywhere podcasts are available thank you for your support be blessed and have an awesome day we will see you next time on apostle james podcast Oh, you die for me. Oh, you die.